everything by prayer and petition. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in the Word of God in the book of Colossians. Colossians chapter 3, beginning at verse 1. If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth, for you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Therefore put to death your members which are on the earth, fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience, in which you yourselves once walked when you lived in them. But now you yourselves are to put off all these, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. Do not lie to one another, since you have put off the old man with his deeds, and have put on the new man, who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him, where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcised nor uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave nor free. But Christ is all and in all. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another, one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Wives, submit to your own husbands as is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be bitter toward them. Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing to the Lord. Fathers, do not provoke your children, lest they become discouraged. Bondservants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as, as men pleases, but in sincerity of heart, fearing God. And whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. But he who does wrong will be repaid for what he has done, and there is no partiality. Verses 1 through 25, all of Colossians chapter 3. Father, we thank you once again for the wonderful gift, the blessed gift, the precious gift of your word. Thank you for the privilege that is ours of being able to open your word every single day. And spend time one-on-one -on -one with you as you speak words of life, blessing, guidance, counsel, strength, and so much more into our minds, our hearts, our lives. With every passing day, more and more, help us to fall more in love with you and with your word. And help us to learn to walk with you and also to live a lifestyle of teaching and training our children how to both come to know you and to walk with you as well. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. 
Mark Ose is our producer. Mark is going to lead us in a word of prayer at this time. Lord God, thank you so very, very much for this opportunity to serve you. I thank you uh, again for this platform, and I thank you for uh, men like Pastor Joseph who want so much to to share your love and, and let people know how much you love them and uh, what you have uh, told us in your word. Uh, God, uh, this is called the hour of intercession, and I know that Joseph prays uh, even when we're not on the air here often for our listeners. He's interceding, and God, I pray that this hour would be a blessing to all who hear it. And we thank you, Lord God, for allowing us to serve you in this way and uh, help us to walk with you every moment of every day, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Mark. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. We're gathering stories now to play during our upcoming fall share that's just a few weeks away, and we very much are hoping to hear from you. If the Lord has used American Family Radio in your life to encourage you in your walk with the Lord, to help you possibly come to know the Lord or to grow up in the Lord. If it, God has used AFR to encourage you in the discipleship of your family, again, we're hoping to hear from you. We want to hear your AFR story. If you'd like to call in, it would be a great blessing to uh, share your listener testimony. And you just might hear your testimony during our fall share Our listener test- testimony line is one 876 8893. Again, that's 1-877-876-8893. We're hoping to hear from you once again, that number 1-877-876-8893. And we do ask and invite you, please pray much for our upcoming share that the Lord will anoint it, bless it, and use it mightily for His glory. Again, we're grateful to have you as a part of our listening family here on the Hour of Intercession. We're very honored and blessed to have as our phone guest today, Pastor Richard Jenkins, he's the pastor of Restoration Ministries Church in Indianola, Mississippi. And also, he and his wife are the founders and administrators of Restoration Ministries Christian Academy. Uh, Pastor Jenkins, how are you today? I'm doing great. It's a pleasure to be here. A privilege and honor to have you on with us. And I would mention that uh, my wife, Bertie, and I had the privilege of meeting you and your wife just very, actually, just a few days ago. Had the privilege of visiting. Uh, your church family, and uh, getting a chance to get a beautiful tour of the, that very special school, Restoration Ministries Christian Academy. Uh, as we begin, uh, Pastor Jenkins, I'm going to ask if you'll take a moment to further introduce yourself, and then we want to talk about that which the Lord has placed in your heart today. Thank you so much, uh, Pastor Parker. It's an honor to be here again. Uh, my story is simple. I was born in Rankin County, Pearl, Mississippi, and I grew up there, raised by a godly uh, family. My father and my mother were in ministry. My mother just passed this past November. My daddy's just turned 90 years old, but he's still going strong. I was married and lost my first wife, but the Lord blessed me with another wife that he brought to me, and I just appreciate him so much for that, and I moved to the Mississippi Delta led by the Spirit of the Lord. When I got here, I was in shock because there's a difference here. But the Lord led us to open up a church, to start a church, Restoration Ministries. And I am so thankful that God did this because what we're seeing is we see that the hunger that people have for the Word. 
I saw so many people who were just lost, and God enabled me to just reach them. And how I did that was the Word. It was strictly the Word. There were so many people hungry for the Word. I, I was amazed. And most of the people that are in our church came from the streets. They came from all kind of uh, lives. Uh, they were ungodly. But when they heard the Word, the Word of God just touched them and changed them. And I tell you, they are the most committed members I have seen in my life. Mm. They love the Lord so much. And uh, it is true, those who have been forgiven much, they actually do love much. I see that every time we meet, so thankful for that. I used to work for the telephone company. I retired there, and God led us to, of course, start the school. And we'll talk about that maybe later on in the broadcast but the school is also a great outreach also. We are just ministering to young kids, not only the kids, but also the parents. And uh, we have seen so many receive the Lord as their Savior. We have seen so many children's lives change. And uh, I just, I'm just so thankful for, for what God is doing. And I can honestly say this, it's the Lord's doing. Mm-hmm. And it's marvelous in my eyes. I had no idea what lay ahead for me, but God knew. That's why I know that my steps are ordered by him. And I give him all the praise and all the glory. Amen. Mm-hmm. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Well, again, so the name of the church that you and your wife founded, again, you said is uh, Restoration Ministries Restoration Church? Restoration Ministries Church, yes. Okay. Yeah, we- yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. If someone listening wants to come visit the church, can you tell them where the uh, uh, an address for the church? Yes, right. It's downtown Indianola at 118 Second Street. Easy to find, right near the courthouse. We've been there for about 22 years, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have two buildings there, and everybody's invited. In fact, uh, people are probably familiar with B.B. King and the B.B. King Museum. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have noticed that when they have that uh, gathering once a year, people come from all over the country. Mm-hmm. And we've actually had service, and people will walk by from different countries and just walk up into the building and just enjoy the service. So it's open to any and everybody. We don't care how you come, how you dress, what you look like. It does not matter. Thank God for his mercy and his grace. He does not judge us, nor does he condemn us. Mm-hmm. So you're invited, 118 Second Street, Indianola, Mississippi. All right. All right. Thank you. Well, Pastor Jenks, before we go further, I want to ask if you will pray for our listeners that they would have ears to hear all that the Lord would have to share with them on the broadcast today. Would you pray for them at this time? Yes. Father, we give this broadcast to you. We don't look at it as a broadcast, but an outreach. Father, there are others out there who need to hear from you today. They need to know their destiny, what you have for them. There are many hurting people out there. And Father, they need the assurance that you care about them, that you love them. And Father, I pray that what's said and done on this broadcast today would minister to people, Lord. They would hear truth that would make them free. I pray, Lord God, that through our conversing, through our testimonies, through our talking about you, Lord, it will cause people to listen and to realize, God, that they're not out there by themselves, that you are God who you look low for them. You look everywhere for certain ones, Father, all the time, and you love them so much. And I pray, God, that you would heal the hurting, those who are wounded, Father, those who have been put down, 
who are on the outskirts of society, Father. You love them even the more. As you love the Samaritan woman, Father, you just ask her a simple thing, give me to drink. And, Father, because of her obedience, Father, and the fact that you showed her love, the whole city got saved. I pray, God, that you would touch hundreds, if not thousands today, and draw their hearts to you. And they would truly surrender their lives to you, Father, and live for you. And then become soul winners themselves, reach the hurting, reach the loss. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And Father, too, thank you for the privilege of having uh, Pastor Jenkins on today. Thank you for the opportunity to learn more about the work the Lord has called him to in the community where you've placed him. And Father, more and more for every single listener, anoint the minds, ears, heart, and understanding of each of us with a mighty, 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 mighty anointing so that all of us would be abundantly receptive to your word and your will and your spirit. Help us to grow in our understanding of the need for us to walk with you in prayer, the need for us to learn to live a lifestyle of listening to you. And Lord, as we hear the words you've placed on Pastor Jenkins' mind and heart today, that we would listen for whatever lessons and truths your Holy Spirit wants to teach us. And Lord, help us to know, Lord, that every day is a day to grow closer to you, to grow in our understanding of what our unique calling in your kingdom is, and to grow in our understanding of the fact that all of us Every one of us is a gift to the body of Christ and a gift to the world. Help us to live that giftedness more and more effectively every, with every passing day. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession again. Our phone guest today is Pastor Richard Jenkins. He's the pastor of Restoration Ministries Church, and he and his wife are the founders and administrators of Restoration Ministries Christian Academy. Uh, Pastor Jenkins, if someone wants to get in touch with you or learn more about the academy, uh, how could they do that? Yes, there are two ways. Uh, you can go to our website, which is placeofrestoration at cfaith.com. That's C as in cat, F-A-I-T-H dot com. Also, we have a telephone number, uh, 662-887-2040. All right, then. Well, we're coming up on a break, and we'll pick up right there on the other side. Again, our phone guest today is Pastor Richard Jenkins, the pastor of Restoration Ministries Church in Indianola, Mississippi, and the founder and administrator of Restoration Ministries Christian Academy in that same community. We'll be right back.
listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. In the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 6, beginning at verse 1, it tells us these words of wisdom. Now, this is the commandment, and these are the statutes and judgments which the Lord your God has commanded to teach you, that you may observe them in the land which you are crossing over to possess, that you may fear the Lord your God to keep all his statutes and his commandments which I command you, you and your son and your grandson, all the days of your life, and that your days may be prolonged. Therefore, hear, O Israel, and be careful to observe it, that it may be well with you, and that you may multiply greatly as the Lord God of your fathers has promised you a land flowing with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children. And she'll talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write, you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Verses 1 through 9, Deuteronomy chapter 6. Father, thank you, Lord, once again for the privilege, the honor, the blessing that's ours as Christian parents, as leaders in the body of Christ, and as believers, period, it's our privilege and our honor to be able to help our own children and to help other children and youth to come to know you and then help and teach and train them to grow up in you and to learn how to walk with you and receive the tremendous blessings, gifts, and benefits of knowing Jesus and following Jesus. Lord, anoint us afresh with a spirit of wisdom and grace that we will be wise enough to be believers who live a lifestyle of discipleship, a lifestyle of teaching people to become diligent students of your word and a lifestyle of teaching individuals to young people and others to become hearers and doers of your word as well. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. We do pray. Amen. Again, you're listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our phone guest today is Pastor Richard Jenkins. He is the pastor of Restoration Ministries Church in Indianola, Mississippi, and he's the administrator of Restoration Ministries Christian Academy. And now Pastor Jenkins, as we get into this segment, I'm going to ask you to really talk and share with us about your journey. Why would you start a Christian school where God has called you to in that community? What was what led you to start this important work? And tell us more about it. Yeah, when I moved to the Delta some 24 years ago, I believe it was, uh, I was shocked uh, because of the uh, the school system. Uh, I was raised in, in Pearl, went to school to Pearl. My children went there. They went to a Christian school also there. But when I came here, I was really disappointed at the level of academics and what the kids were really learning. And uh, it really, I didn't realize that God was leading me to start a school because that was the last thing on my mind. But I saw the need, and I think I shared it with you the other day when I took some courses at the local junior college, 
so many kids were graduated from high school, and they really were not where they should be knowledge-wise. There were some things that they should have learned in high school or grade school, but when they got to college, they didn't know. And so they struggled so hard. And the sad thing about it, the uh, majority of them could not make it. So the first semester before the end of it, they dropped out of school. Mm. And I remember started out school. This young man told me, he was 11th grade, and I asked him, why do you want to leave your school and come here? Don't you want to finish with your friends? He said, a lot of my friends have gone to college, and they didn't know anything. They couldn't stay. He said, I want to go to college and be able to stay. So there was definitely a need in this area. But what we offer uh, outside, other than just great academics, we offer the Word of God. That's our primary goal. It's, Christi- it's academic excellence in a Christian environment. We maintain that Christian environment no matter what. We do not change because it's politically correct to do this and to allow this. We, we draw the line there according to the Word of God. So, uh, But we saw the need. It was so uh, enormous. And uh, my wife and I, we just got together. We prayed about it. And you got to understand now, this was not my heart's desire at that time. I had no desire to start a school. But it was one of those things where you just know that you know. It's like Abram knowing he heard the voice of God. And God said, go this way. Mm-hmm. And he had no idea where he would end up. And it's the same thing with our school. There were so many challenges, so many obstacles. We could have quit at any time before we even opened the doors, but God said, keep going. And so we're so thankful that we hung in there, and now we found favor in this area. Kids are coming uh, from all over the different towns, and they come into our school and we love upon them. We teach them not only the reading, writing, and arithmetic, but we teach them about God's love. And that's where I see the greatest change. It's the Word of God that really makes the difference. But we saw a great need, and God just led us to fulfill that need. So we're thankful for that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Pastor Jenkins, uh, you've said a whole lot in just a few moments there. Something that I want to mention that it's I think this is an important truth for all of us in our culture to be mindful of is that many, many, many years ago in our history, once upon a time, the Bible was the chief textbook in our public schools. And it's tragic that today now, again, in many ways, it would be considered an outlaw action to to really utilize. Now, of course, the the reality is in in actually in public public school settings. There are instances and ways the Bible can be taught, but it's sad how rare that really is. And, of course, yeah. it's exciting to me to hear that you have, by the grace of God, begun a school where the Word of God is central to that which you do. Would you share a little bit more about just the Christian education aspect of your school? Uh, yes, we open up with prayer. That's a must. In fact, we teach the children how to pray. Uh, and they get that confidence standing before others and actually praying the Word of God. Uh, we have curriculum designed for each grade level. So first grade will have a different curriculum, 12th grade a different one, but it's all it's strictly from the Scripture, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. actual words of God, verses of God. And uh, the, the children learn, actually learn the Word of God. It's amazing what a child can learn in a short period of time. Mm-hmm. And then they get used to the Word. They start loving the Word. They're excited about sharing that Word. And we have chapels on uh, Fridays from 8 to 8.30, and it's just a blessing. 
if you were to walk into one of our chapels and saw, say, the K-5 or the second grade quoting scriptures, it's not one verse. Mm-hmm. It's generally sometimes a whole chapter, a half of a chapter, and they do it fluently and they do it with a smile. They really love it. Mm-hmm. So that's getting the word in them. After a while, that's all they're going to know is the word. Mm-hmm. And I've heard stories like this where parents would say, my child told me, Mama, you can't say that. Daddy, you can't do that because they learned it from the Word of God. So mm-hmm. now the parents, they feel compelled. You know what? I, I got to honor God's Word in front of my children because they're learning the truth. Mm-hmm. And that's a, we just, oh, God, it just makes our hearts glad when we hear that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's powerful to hear, and that's so encouraging to hear. And you know, there's nothing our children need more than the Word of God, whether people understand yeah. that or not. And it's so great to to learn of a an institution that is making God's Word central, because that's exactly where it should be. It should be central in the life of every believer. And, you know, it's it's a wicked thing to say that you can't share the Word of God to children in any context. So when you have school settings where they say you can't bring the Bible into it, that's that's wicked all by itself. And so, again, our children desperately need the precious Word of God. Would you, uh, at this time, Pastor, would you pray for parents, you know, to grow in their understanding of the need to help plant the Word of God in their children? Because, you know, even outside of the academic setting, parents have great opportunity to help their children put the Word in their minds and hearts if they'll do it. Would you pray for parents to see the need to make that a priority in their homes? Father, I pray for parents all over this land well, they're sending their children to faraway places, to colleges, to different schools, different uh, relatives and what have you, where they're not surrounded by your word. Father, I pray that these parents would take on the responsibility as a nurturing parent to instill the word of God into their children and not just their children, but others. Give them the wisdom, Lord God, to know how to do it. And the mindset, Father, and the willingness, Lord to put that word in everybody that they can come around, young people in particular, Lord. I pray that a conviction for this will come upon them, Lord. Father, there's so many other things out there that attract our children, Father, but nothing is more important than the word. Heaven and earth will pass away. All these things that the children are experiencing, they're going to pass away. The fads last for just a short time, but Lord, your word will endure forever. And I pray, God, that a conviction will come up on parents and adults, oh Lord, that the word will go forward, that it will be instilled in children from every walk of life. Father, give them the boldness and the courage to rise up and say, no, the word of God comes above everything else. All this other stuff is temporary, but you need the word of God. I pray, God, that they would have that Holy Ghost conviction, Father, and a determination that your word will go forth, especially in the children of this land. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor Jenkins. You know, I recall uh, many years ago, uh, I was uh, actually pastoring in the Mississippi Delta and also at the time working in the uh, public school setting. And I recall having a conversation with a young man and I asked him, do you read your Bible every day? And his response was probably one of the most tragic things I've ever heard. He said, my mama won't let me touch that Bible. I can imagine it was one of those big family Bibles sits on the um, Mm -hmm. coffee table. But, you know, the fact is the Bible was never meant to be a souvenir. It's meant to be a guidebook to help our children come to know Christ and to grow strong in their walk with the Lord. 
And so it's so critical that we as parents, as spiritual leaders, and as believers, period, are diligent, are passionate about helping our kids to come to know Christ and then teaching them to become faithful students of, your, of the Word of God so that they can learn to walk with the Lord too. I um, wanted to ask you this, uh, Pastor Jenkins, can you share with us more about maybe whatever whatever grade level you maybe speak about, maybe instances where listeners could better understand how you make God's Word a critical part of just the whole education process at Restoration Academy? Well, one thing, our staff, uh, all of our staff are born-again Christians. Not only have to sign a form upon employment that says, I am a Christian, I attend church regularly, they have to demonstrate it. That's the first, that's the most important thing. You don't need hirelings uh, trying to share the Word of God who are not living it or preaching it. Uh, it doesn't work because right. children will find fault in you if you're not walking according to what you're teaching, they will, they'll call you out. Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing. Also, we require that children bring their Bibles, uh, especially for like the third grade and up. They have to bring their Bibles. They'll come there and the parents say, well, I don't have a Bible. No problem. We go into our storage room and we just pull a Bible out mm-hmm. to make sure that they have that word in their hands. They have to have access to the word of God. Not only that, we make them, and when I say make them, we require them to participate in the Bible uh, uh, classes, uh, recite scripture, uh, answer questions, uh, stand up. You know, when we stand up, we sing songs also, pray songs. Mm-hmm. But we call them in, draw them in, and it's teaching. And one of the things, one of the things about a school is I can do this. And it's not like I'm forcing them. This is part of the curriculum. So the mm-hmm. children accept that. And parents may say, well, you know, we've had people to come and apply uh, to enroll their child. And they say, well, we're a member of this and we don't believe in this. I say, well, that's fine. Uh, we don't indoctrinate, but this is a Christian school and we're not going to change what we do. Now, they're going to be in that Bible class. They are going to be in that Christian class. And they're going to actually, uh, part of the curriculum, they have to take tests. Mm-hmm. I say, and they will take tests, and it will go on their transcript. So whether or not they want it or you want it, it doesn't matter. They're going to have to do it because that's part of the curriculum, which makes it easier for us. I don't have to uh, set up and say, well, I'm a Christian, and you got to do this. No, this is part of the curriculum. If you're going to be a part of this Christian school, this is part of the whole package. Mm-hmm. And the parents, because of the academics— and the environment, they want their child there. They know that their child is in a protected environment. We do not tolerate any kind of abuse, whether it be verbal or physical. We don't allow profanity, none of that stuff. They'll come to the office and the parents will say, well, it's not a big deal. Pastor Jenks, I'm going to have to jump in right quick. We're coming up on a break, and we'll pick up right there. No problem. Our phone guest is Pastor Richard Jenkins, the pastor of Restoration Church and the founder and administrator of Restoration Ministries Christian Academy, Indianola, Mississippi. We'll be right back. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. 
From the Walls Group, the song simply entitled The Prayer. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Our phone guest is Pastor Richard Jenkins, the pastor of Restoration Ministries Church and the founder and administrator, along with his wife, Pastor Michelle. The church uh, and the school's name is Restoration Ministries Christian Academy in Indianola, Mississippi. Uh, pastor Jenkins, would you share one more time if someone wants to learn more about the school, to look at your website or get in touch with you. There may be some people that want to become faithful intercessors that are praying for the work and the mission. Others that might want to give financially to help support the work. Share with them once again, website and contact information. I'd be glad to. It's place of restoration at cfaith.com. That's C as in Christ, F-A-I-T-H dot Come. Telephone number is 662-887-2040. Also on the website, there is a place where if you would like to donate, you can, and we would be just uh, just uh, delighted for you to do that. Uh, the, the What we charge at our school is very low compared to other academies and schools. It's probably the lowest in the country. But this is a mission. This is not a money-making thing by any means. So we do, uh, you know, solicit donations, and and people can donate uh, their time and and things like that. It's a great help, a great blessing. Uh, We're trying to do this for the children of the Delta. Uh, in, In some ways, they are very disadvantaged economically and financially and what have you. So we do everything we can to help that parent bring their child to what we think is a great school where uh, they will learn, first and foremost, the Word of God, and then also they'll be better prepared to continue their journey in life. love for you to uh, help us out in that area, and I know God will bless you for that. Mm. And you know, uh, Pastor Jenkins, one of the truths that is so important for us to grasp is that we as believers understand the fact that You know, education is not complete until they come to know Christ and learn how to walk with Christ, too, because it's like to to go through what we call education but not know Christ and not come to know the Word of God. It's like education with no foundation, you know. Um, I'm reminded of uh, a story of a 
uh, an owner of a large railroad that one day he was walking one of his railroads and he saw a, a little boy out there stealing railroad pegs. And he said, mm-hmm. boy, you need to stop that. Uh, and he said, your problem is you just need an education. Uh, stop stealing my railroad pegs. I'm going to send you to school. I'm going to educate you. And then I want you to come back and work for me. And so he uh, sent him to school. He finished school and then went on to college and he paid for it. And the young man was highly educated, and he came back and he hired the young man. Young man worked for him a few years, then he stole a train. Well, the fact is, he was educated, but he didn't have the most important part of education, knowing Jesus and a knowledge of Jesus and how to walk in them as well. So the goal, obviously, is not just to educate their minds, but to help them to come to know the Lord. And, of course, as God's Word tells us, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. An important truth to grasp, too. So how would you ask people to pray for Restoration Ministries Christian Academy? Well, one thing, uh, in this area, to have a school like ours, a Christian school, is rare. You just don't find it. So we need a lot of prayer that the word we get out that we actually exist. And we're so busy doing what we do that we really don't have time to really market. We did put up a billboard, so we're getting a lot of calls that way. But a lot of people who live in this city, in this area, don't even know that we exist because we're just so busy. But uh, if you feel that God is leading you to uh, support the school or to make people aware of the school. You may know people in this area that are looking for a good school, a good Christian school. Get the word out. Let let people know that we're here, and we help anybody. And, and the wonderful thing about us, we don't care where you are academically. We've had children come to us. They're two, three, four, six years uh, below their grade level. That's okay. We don't judge them because of that, because you can only learn what you've been taught. Mm-hmm. We get that child, and we do individual Uh, allows attention for that child, where at the end of that year, the hope is that they would be at least on grade level. If not, we'll take them to summer program. Mm -hmm. So don't worry about that, because a lot of children come to our school, they panic because they don't know what their other children know. That's not important. That's the reason we're here, to help any child. So please just let other people know that there's a Christian school in the Mississippi Delta, in Indianola, Mississippi, that if you want to avail yourself to it, uh, check us out. All right. Well, thank you again for sharing that. And, you know, I, I think of this too, Pastor Jenkins. We live in a society where so many times, whether people understand this or not, they're being discipled largely through the media. Uh, you know, there are cultures in the world where people hardly wear clothes, but they have cell phones. And there are many cultures where people live in what we consider primitive circumstances, yet often have cell phones, have access to the Internet, and so there are many, many things that they are learning about the world outside of their culture. Well, the sad reality is there's so many dark things that children and youth are being exposed to through the Internet, through through computers, through cell phones, uh, witchcraft and uh, suicidal issues of the occult. Many children, they're consuming toxic darkness by the gallon, sad to say, yet some of those same children might be in church, but if you were to ask them, how often do you read your Bible? Sadly, many of them may not even pick up a Bible in in a matter of weeks. And so us helping parents to grow in their understanding of the need to help our children to become rooted in God's Word is so, so important. Then, Would you pray for 
families to grow in their knowledge of the need for us to really walk with God as family, as Christian families and Christian homes. Father, I thank you for parenthood. Father, you raised up parents, Father, to be godly parents, to instill this in their children. They're going to learn it from the parents before they'll learn it from anyone else. I pray, Lord, that mothers and fathers all over this land would take their role seriously, not just to reward their children with things uh, and take them to places where they're excited for a season and it's all over. But I pray, Lord, that they would train up a child the way that he should go. And when they're old, they will not depart from it. They'll change iPhones and cell phones and all kinds of things every year. But Lord, when they have that word rooted in their hearts, it will never leave them. No matter what they do, it would draw them back to you. And I pray, Lord, that parents, especially Christian parents, would take their role seriously and rise up to the task, Father, that nothing else matters but my child knows who Jesus is, understand the Word of God, and understand that God wants to save them, that when it's all over, when, when the phones are gone, when all the parties are gone, Lord, they can still see Jesus. That's the most important thing. Lord, you said, if anything offends you, if your right eye offends you, pluck it out, because nothing is more important than going to heaven and be with the Lord. I pray, God, that parents would get this conviction, have this conviction, Lord. Lord, that their child is worthy of heaven. Their child is worthy of living a Christian life before others. And I pray, Lord, that they would receive it and have that conviction that they would take the, every opportunity to correct their child and to teach them the Word of God. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor Jenkins. Uh, our time is almost gone. Would you share with our listeners one more time uh, how they can get in touch with you, our website, how they can learn more about Restoration Ministries Christian Academy? Yes. You can uh, go, uh, of course, email, website rather, placeofrestoration at cfaith.com, C as in Christ, F-A-I-T-H, the word faith. Dot com. Telephone number 662-887-2040. And I would just say this, uh, location in Indianola for the school, for the academy, mm-hmm. is 1290 Highway 82 East, Indianola, Mississippi, 38751. And we have a P.O. box address also. It's Restoration Ministries Christian Academy, RMCA. P.O. Box 1001-1001, Indianola, Mississippi, 38751. All right. Okay. Father, thank you again for Pastor uh, Jenkins, he and his wife, uh, Pastor Michelle. Thank you for the great work you've called them to in the community where you've planted them. And thank you for uh, Restoration Ministries Christian Academy. Father, Father, anoint the school with a fresh and mighty anointing. Bless the school indeed. Expand its territory. Cause your hand to be mightily upon it. Keep it from evil that it may not cause pain. Father, raise up many more intercessors that will pray much for the work and the mission of Restoration Ministries Christian Academy. Raise up people that will support them financially and also raise up more and more students that can be plugged into a great school like that. And Lord, we ask that you raise up more Christian schools that will help our children come to know Christ and help them 
to grow up in their faith and to come to realize that Jesus is the key to all of life. Lord, and more and more help parents to grow in their understanding of the fact that Jesus is the center of everything and all of life and that we should avoid things that try to exclude or remove Jesus from it. Help us as parents to be wise enough to think and walk in that wisdom. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. Well, as we normally do before we end the broadcast, if you're listening today and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, today is a great day to be saved. If you'd like to make that step, uh, we invite you to simply pray this prayer to commit your heart and your life to the Lord. Remember, Jesus is the answer to all the ills of life. And the most important need is your need to give your life to Jesus Christ. If you'd like to make that step, would you simply pray this prayer with me even today? Simply pray it with me. Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for all my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned and done wrong in many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Make me the person you want me to be. In your word, you told us, whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, today, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to live for you for all of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we very much want to hear from you. My email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. Of course, one of our ongoing goals is if you pray and receive Christ, we'd like to share with you some literature and resources that are going to help you to begin to grow and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord. So please get in touch with us once again. That email, joseph at afr.net. We hope to hear from you. Well, Pastor Jenkins, once again, thank you so much for being with us today. And it was an honor. <laughs> yes, sir. A privilege to have you on. Share one more time your website and contact information. Yes, place of restoration at cfaith.com, 662-887-2040. All right. Well, Pastor Jenkins, again, thank you so much for being with us today. My pleasure. Really enjoyed it. Thank you. All right. And we invite every listener, please pray much for Pastor and Sister Jenkins. Pray much for the church and pray for Restoration Ministries Christian Academy as well. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. Intercession.